Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. Before walking into our studio here, I saw a sign in your office that said, my favorite people call me dad. And I just want to say that it doesn't say my favorite people are my kids. It just says my favorite people are people who call me dad. So if I were to start calling you dad. That wasn't my picture. That was John. That was oh, John's picture. Okay. Well, yeah, it's still fucking weird. <laughs> John's wife listens to this show. Especially because John doesn't have any kids. He yeah. does. No, John's wife just, listens to this show kidding. and she's going <laughs> to. It would just be really, really funny. It's a really nice gift. To, kids. It's just a and nice gift. Like, his... My favorite people call me dad. Yeah, but I... it's, it's just a nice gift his kids made. Was kids made it? Yeah. Now I feel a little bad. You're now. an awful human being. Hi, John's wife. <laughs> Welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. My name is Jesse. This is Reese. Hi, Hi, I am Reese, uh, And uh, this is uh, this is election coverage for uh, Canada 2021, yeah. wh- which is not uh, normally part of our show. Normally our show is uh, a lot more comedic based where Reese teaches me about something wild and crazy about politics. But this is more about Reese tells me something infuriating and I rant for an hour and a half. But they know that. They listen. 
Well, if they're a new listener, I'm saying. But if you're a new listener, you yeah, don't yeah. like this format. Go back to like yeah, Tun- to, Tunagate yeah. or Wolfgate or oh my God, Fuddle yeah. My Duddle. Oh or, yeah, or uh, what's the one with uh, Jason Kenny and Bigfoot? Jason Kenny loves Bigfoot. Yeah, I love that one so much. There we go. That was so funny. Um, anyway, and there will be more erotic fiction on the way. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> so um, election coverage. Oh, oh, election coverage. Oh, yeah, it's what, what? Yeah, election the ups, coverage. the downs, oh, the lefts, and the rights. And I don't the, care. I, was, I do care, and I don't care. Like I, but like. It's weird. I like feel like you're making me care more, which I don't like. I don't like. I don't care for caring more. Yeah. But so this shit. You know students. Yeah. You, you know students. Do when, I know any students? No, but you know students. They exist. Do you? Can you confirm this? Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. Do. Um. That's overwhelming evidence. People. Overwhelming That's... evidence. Um. So <laughs> students. Uh, students vote. Um. Usually they'll vote if if they're in college. Don't forget, this election happened in September. They may finally be allowed to actually go to college after two years. What? So you what? go to college. Oh, dear, yeah, yeah. I live in town A, and I'm going to town B to college, and I'm going to live the there. Pandemic? Can't go to college? What are you talking about? No, no, so, so students this, so be this September. be allowed to go to college. Yeah, students this September, a lot of them are able to go to college. They're not oh, doing it remotely. age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So they, I, was there's, inf- there's, I thought you were inferring any number of no, no, no. things. Okay. So... <laughs> So they they going to have a lot of caffeine right in my yeah, system yeah. right now. So I don't know how much how fast I'm talking or how much I'm, I'm thinking that clearly. I don't really. So they're not going to be home. They can't, home. home. they can't vote at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't vote at home, but they can vote. Usually, they vote at their college. Why can't they vote at home? Because they're not there. What? Because they've gone to college and they're in a different place. What are you talking about? If a, if a student wants to vote in an election... Oh, you mean if they're out of province? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So, so they have... said that. So there's a vote on campus program where you're able to mail your vote and, and vote or vote in For the, the camp- province that you were originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can vote while you're away. Oh, that's... Oh, that's... Okay. So, that's um, neat. And especially, you know, the student vote tends to typically vote. And I found some stats, actually. I saw somebody... This was a, a poll that was done. And again, I know polls can This be... episode is about statistics? No, it's not. Oh, just... This is just an example. I give it to me show. now. So, uh, this was a poll done by uh, Post Media. You're going to show me some statistics. On August the 20th to the 22nd in two, 2021, this, this year, that was recent. Voters aged 18 to 34 years old. Who do okay. you think they vote for overwhelmingly? Uh, I'm... Uh, where? Which province? Canada. Oh, oh like, like nationally, federally, federally. Yeah. federally. I'm gonna say, um, gosh, eighteen to thirty-four years old. It, it's got to be either NDP or Liberal. So NDP thirty-seven percent. Okay. Uh, Liberal Party twenty-seven percent. Conservative twenty-three percent. Twenty-three percent. Wow. Uh, Greens five percent. Uh, Bloc Quebecois four percent, and PPC. Four um, percent. That's surprising as fuck. So overwhelmingly, NDP. The last one, I mean, like the fact, like you four percent. I mean, who are the like who, who are the the People's Party of Canada are the yeah. extreme far right. That but you, you, always, you always get wrongins. It's fine. Yeah. They usually drop out. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that wait. So uh, most of the majority is NDP then. Yeah, yeah, overwhelmingly. So, so, but what's happened is elections. I Canada, wouldn't say overwhelmingly. What was it? Thirty thirty-seven percent versus twenty-seven percent. Yeah. Okay, that is a big a big leap, but still, and twenty-three yeah, percent. Yeah, so I was, I was, I was right. I was, I was right. And then I'm the, good at that. the yeah. it's okay. I'm just gonna say this, and and this is someone. This is coming. This is an opinion coming from someone who is uneducated in politics. It's yeah. most of his is yeah has a podcast. Inf- about- yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That's don't. <laughs> 
The irony of that has never escaped me. Not one day has gone by where I'm like, I know nothing about politics and I have a popular podcast about politics. Like, I think yeah, it's yeah. fucking hilarious. But my opinion, which again, poorly educated opinion yeah. on the conservatives in general, okay, is that they're, and this is why I don't like them, okay, is because their political stance has always been, in my eyes, and in my experience, has always been and seems to continue to be entirely based on the economy, the growth of the economy and jobs, which are important things that we should include in discussions on how a country should grow and, and, and our health of our country and the health of our people, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, they are important things. However, from what I've seen in interviews, in television shows, in my personal experience, it is to them the only fucking thing that is important and that's it and they somehow get a a, a, a ravish a ravishing a uh a a, a an uh, not ravishing i'm trying to think i'm brain farting here um a, a very like a roused roused up population who agrees with them yeah okay? because if you don't have a job are you worried about no, losing but they, your job? they are important things they are yeah, yeah. yes i'm not saying they're but, not important that's not what i'm saying no they no are, no but, but that's, that's why they, they get are, people they, they are acting like and i'm saying it, stri people. it strikes a nerve with people who are worried about their jobs okay yes fair enough but they just they act like it's the only thing that's important i saw yeah, that's yeah. So that's that's why that's what but bothers that's, me. But that's it's, because it's not like it's not like an, an important thing. It's the yeah, yeah. only important thing. But that's a free market system. The idea is the market can provide everything. And how well has that worked for us so far, Reese? Um, it's hard to tell. We're only about how many how many decades into it are we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard to tell. It's um, fuck history. <laughs> Anyway, um, I mean, I'm, I'm of the, the free market will fix us some one of these days. We just got to have faith. I, I mean, I, I'm one of those people who thinks that some functions of society are too important to introduce profit or people trying to make profits. So, 100%. So prisons, schools, hospitals. Yes, I think, 100%. 100%. Their, their, their need is too great. Fucking politics. Exactly. That the, the, you don't need someone to make profit from it because if you, know, if you want to have a private school, then um, then fine, you know, have a private school, but I don't think public schools should have profit elements to it. I 100% agree with you. you. It's too important. Yeah. It's too no, important. No, if you're getting into, yeah, I know I totally agree. If you're getting into any of those industries, it should be for the love of those industries and not for the money. Well, and, and for-profit prisons are like a hellhole. So dystopian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, the idea of, of like... Do we have any of those in Canada? I don't know. They, 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 they're a lot bigger in the UK. Really? Um, yeah, they, they they kind of started to go. Oh, America seems to be doing a great job with the oh, private prisons. Don't ever so use America as an example of a great job. Okay, Britain does. Just, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> because Nigel Farage is desperate to have an American-style health system in the UK. Why? He thinks. Why would anyone want to duplicate that? Because you can make a lot of money. <sighs> Fuck me. Oh yeah. My God. Anyway, um. So the reason I'm talking about students, like well, we. Sorry, it's just, it's depressing. No, man, like, I, I've i watched some videos on this. It might have actually been the Vlogbrothers. Um, I love the Vlogbrothers. Tony brothers. and Liam Vlog. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I went to school with them. It's, the Vlog family. I think they... <laughs> it's a bizarre coincidence that they actually got into vlogging. Just saying. <laughs> 
Are they called Tony and Liam? It might have been the vlog brother. I can't even say it now. Anyway, it was just like someone mentioned that like in the back of our head, it's like we know it might have. No, it was Sarah Silverstein. Silverstein? Silverstein? Sarah Silverman? Silverman. Thank you. I <laughs> And yeah, she's she's got a very great a, a, a very great podcast where she speaks real good, <laughs> just like us, like yeah. we are. Yeah, um, and it was her, and she was talking about how it's kind of the beginning. Like there are so many things that we could point to factually right now that is like, oh yeah, this is it's kind of like the beginning of the end of the world, and. And the people in the know, we're all, we kind of all know it's yeah, coming. I mean, and, and we, in order to like just, and we also know that we, the people, have very little power over this. And the people who are in power genuinely don't care and are doing nothing. And we're watching this snowball get bigger and bigger. And we're like, oh, our grandkids will literally be living in a dystopian sort of apocalyptic setting. And we know this is happening right now. And the only way to get through it is denial. Well, the, the fact that there's an industry where people build uh, bunkers for billionaires, there's a whole industry now where wow. survival yeah, right? bunkers like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you with know? the supplies and clean air and like, and the fact that the, the just the, what you were just saying right now is like the fact that the UK is it the UK or Britain? Which which did you say? UK. The UK is looking to the states as for like good ideas, and they all revolve around making other people's lives horrible in order to make a profit. In today's fucking society, is not surprising, which is terrifying and depressing. Yeah, I mean, we've st we're st we're not only still at that point, we're getting worse. Like it's oh god, and I was like, yeah, there were like. Welcome to the beginning of the apocalypse, everyone. We know it's coming. Unlike all the apocalyptic movies where they didn't see it coming, asteroid, nuclear war, whatever. We as a society, worldly society, know it's coming and are watching it coming. But, at this, my, and we like, yeah, anyway. My, so my film that I hate more than any other film in the world is 2012. Have you seen that disaster film 2012? I guess that once. The whole plot line is that there's the world's going to start like breaking apart and reforming. And the world's 1% don't tell anyone and secretly build these barges with like the British Royal family and all these. And, and the whole plot line is this family sneak onto one of these barges to survive while the rest of the world just dies. Oh, right. And then the end of it, it all happens and they're like, Oh, and, and it's, it's over and we're going to survive. And, um, but was it, was it, was the movie insinuating that that's a good idea or was no, the no, movie it was insinuating just like, like, that's probably what would happen. This is the best thing we got to do. And then at the end, they're like, you're supposed to sympathize with these three barges of like the, the richest of the richest and the most no, powerful people. No, no, you sympathize with John Cusack's character who was not one of the 1% who snuck onto the barge. Who now has to restart society with all those dickheads. <laughs> Who'd, who realized they had to keep a secret if they could survive. Right. So um, I hate yeah. that film. I don't, what are you supposed to learn from that? I don't think it was a movie you're supposed to learn. Like, you know, you're not, usually, you don't usually, have to learn there, usually a lesson a, from every movie you watch. Race. Usually there's a theme or something that you're supposed to take away that enriches your humanity. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It didn't. It, In every movie you watch. It watched, nibbled away at my humanity. Every single movie you no, watch. No, no, but if you're a good writer would, would like to convey some kind of theme or message with a story that they tell. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't... I don't like Titanic. That's like, I'm dying love. Sure. Despite a crazy disaster happening. What what take message Park. would you take Jurassic away from Park. Freddy Don't... got fingered? Um, well, that was a mess. That wasn't written. They improvised all the scenes. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know So that. um, that's a bad example. That's okay. <laughs> um, uh, Jurassic Park, don't fuck with science. Don't fuck with science. I think that was one of the original yeah, slogans yeah. for Jurassic um, Park. Uh, don't shove dinosaur eggs in frogs. That's another idea for it. Indiana <laughs> Indiana Jones um, artifacts are haunted, <laughs> and Nazis are bad. <laughs> artifacts are haunted. Nazis are bad. What's that coming down the driveway, Reese? It's me with a fresh delivery from the ad man. Come oh my smell gosh! It. I will come smell it. I love how your ads smell. Oh golly, it's oh, fresh. Leah, stuff it in my face. <laughs> Oh, fresh oh, smack me in the face with it. Oh, oh, yeah, just the way I like it. Ads. Um, I don't, name, name, name another film. I'm trying to think of a bad example. Um, Fast and the Furious. That's a great one for me. What's the, what, what, what is the life lesson you learned from Fast and the Furious? Don't watch Fast and the Furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, attractive people drive cars fast. <laughs> okay, that is actually true. That's the theme. Yeah, anyway, Shall I get to the point what we're talking about? <laughs> yeah. So basically, Elections Canada has cancelled the Vote on Campus program. So Why? Um, uh, because they realised that the... Because of the pandemic. What? So the voter studies show that youth believe in voting doesn't make a difference. And Hold on, who said what? So this is the uh, this is Saad Shoab, vice so, president of external. Uh, vice someone president. said that the youth voting doesn't make a difference. No, no, no. The, there's there's youth voter studies that show youth youth believe voting doesn't make a difference. Oh, or youth believe that voting yeah, doesn't yeah, make yeah. a difference. So this is he he's again. Uh, president, we're in that like weird gray area where it does make a difference, but it really doesn't make a difference depending on how you look at so it. So he's from the University if of British Columbia. Our, if you listen to our previous episode, just the past few episodes, you'll know what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. That's a long rant. Oh, it's he or she? Sorry, I don't know. It doesn't. Um, I don't. Or they? Sorry, they they basically from the university. City of British Columbia, they, they're saying that, you know, make getting rid of their ability, these special ballot polling stations for students who live away, mm. um, isn't going to help. So you think about it, it directly, this taking away, making it harder for students to vote on campus in September, directly impacts one particular party's ability to vote. So who took this away? Elections Canada. Why did they the Elections said, Canada take this away? Well, I think it's to do with the pandemic. Um, there's concern about whether they can do it safely. All right. Well, that's a fair argument. Yeah. 
But so, do you think that there's an ulterior, inferior, uh, it, it, like inferior? Well, I, I mean, Elections Canada is supposed to be impartial, so maybe they've maybe they've got some real evidence that has made them think they shouldn't do it. But what it does is send a message that it's making it hard for for students to vote. So therefore, maybe they won't bother. Yeah, because traditionally, people under thirty five are the hardest to get to turn out to vote. Hmm. Yeah, that's true says, we will not be deployed for the 44th general election in a pandemic or post-pandemic situation. So, I mean, you know, if, if you're elected to Canada, you've got to, uh, I mean, like, you've got to, protect, you've got to protect your staff. We're getting into conspiracy theories now. No, 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 but they're saying it's it's not safe. They say Because they obviously deploy people or recruit people to operate those places on, on campuses. And they no, no. What I'm saying, the conspiracy theory is that there is a conspiracy behind why they said no, no. I, I we're, just, we're canceling this. No, no. Other no, than it's unsafe during a pandemic, because if that's all they're doing, and if that is the true and whole truth to it, the true and whole truth uh, to the fact that like we're canceling this because of the pandemic, then that's that's okay. I get it. I but understand. I'm, I, like, I, get, uh, I guess I wasn't implying there was a conspiracy theory. I'm just saying it would directly affect that vote. Oh, of course it would. That's just a fact. Oh, yeah, no, of, of course it would. Which, which yeah. will lead a lot of people to... I thought you were saying there was a conspiracy behind it. No, 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 it's not. That's just your mind. You assumed there was. <laughs> I'm just saying it's interesting because you know the NDP would really suffer if, if 50% of the students who intended to vote didn't bother because it was difficult. Yeah, you no, know, it's true. It would affect them. Um, which I find... And also, you know, a lot of organizations have learned how to operate safely. Most Tim Hortons didn't close, for instance. Um, so I'm sure there must be a safe way for them to, everybody else is voting hmm. in polling stations. I, you know, there must be a way to do it safely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. They're going to have to change the rules to make it easier for them to vote or to be able to vote somewhere. It, it's just, it's just a, it doesn't seem helpful. It isn't helpful. No, like, especially in like, we're trying to convince more young people to vote. Yeah. And by doing this, it's just confirming. It's kind of pulling up a drawbridge. Yeah, honestly. Like, no, seriously. Like, the way we currently are voting for, like, the way adults are voting is we go, like, I, when I voted in the current provincial election, you're just, you know. You, you did vote. I did vote in the Yay. current provincial election. I did. Uh, but I didn't feel good about it. That's true. I voted because you made a good point, And we have Did to, I make you vote? You didn't make me vote. No, I've, for, okay, for one, I have been voting. Like, this isn't, like, the first time I've voted in, like, many, many, many years. Yeah, yeah. I have I have been voting. I just, to this day, genuinely don't believe it's going to make a much of a difference. But. Did you do a bit of sick up in your mouth as you did it? Like, yeah. Like, it's like, this isn't going to make a fucking lick of difference. Um, it's kind of what I still believe. Like, it's, it's, but I still do it. I don't know. Habit, guilt, shame. These are not great reasons to be voting. And yet. These fear. are the reasons I'm voting. Like, what'd you say? Fear. Fear. Yeah, like, seriously. It's, these are not great reasons to vote. And that's kind of where, like, you know, social pressure. These are kind of the reasons I voted, honestly. But I voted, and I'll, you know. So you should like, be proud of yourself. You did it. Why? It's uh, Who did you, do you get allowed to say who you voted for? I voted for the NDP. And you, you're in an area where the NDP swept. Yeah, so I so you actually, voted. You were part of that wave, and I and I, I consider my. I guess I would consider myself a swing voter because I did. I didn't know who I was going to vote for. I knew it was going to be either the Liberal Party or the NDP, and I looked them up. I don't know if I talked about. I didn't talk about this. I don't think I looked them up. I looked up their their policies as much as I didn't fucking believe a word any of them said. I was like, well, all right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Um, and I looked up uh, to me. 
I kind of ignored everything else uh, they were talking about. I just went straight into their uh, their platform on what they're going to do about the environment, because that's literally the most important thing on the table right this now. Where we all live, and we're fucked right now, so hard, so bad, and oh, so few people are talking about the latest report that came out. Like it's it, that made the fucking news, and then quickly, people as much as as quickly as people talked about it, people stopped talking about it. But like we're fucked. It's the number one. Th- it's akin to having having to make a decision on on where you're going to spend your money as a family in your house. Okay, and each of your family members you're you're having a family discussion, and each of your family members brings up a good point. Little Timmy wants to have piano lessons, and Timmy's very artistic. And I think I might have brought this up before. I forget. And we're like, oh, we could we could take this extra money that we have as a family, and we could spend it on on little Timmy's piano lessons. But Sally, Sally really wants to go to this college that's a little more out of, out of the way, and it's going to cost her some money to get there, and and you know stay in the dorm. And Sally could really you know go to college with this, or we could spend this money and and spruce up the living area of our home to make everyone feel more at home here. And we're having this discussion amongst one another while the house is fucking on fire. Okay. It is currently a blaze. And, and now and then someone's like, Oh my God, did you see that? Yeah. There's a flame that just popped through the window. My wow, arm, we should... my arm just went crispy. Yeah. Like, Oh wow. And then we talk about that for about a 30 seconds and then back to how are we going to spend this money? And it's, that's what's fucking happening to the planet right now. And now and then we'll be like, Oh yeah, no, that's pretty bad shit. Somebody, way, somebody should do something. Somebody should do. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so I went, that's how, like, honest to God, that's how the world with, with the exception of like the firefighters outside are like, do you, Hey, can we all get to, can we, can you come out of the house? We need to do. And like, anyway, so I looked at their environmental platform and the liberals were like, they had a lot of stuff they were going to do with the environment, which is great. And one of the number one things they said was like, by 2030, we will have eradicated. I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before. No, you haven't. This no. is this is new. By 2030, we will have eradicated 80% of carbon emissions from energy sources in the province. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. And then I went to the NDP platform on environment. And they said, by 2030, we will have eradicated 90% of carbon emissions from energy uh, sources. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's that's 10% better. That's even better. And uh, from what I heard from a friend, the... Um, the progressive conservatives were like, we're going to be okay with fracking. Like that was their, that was their environmental <laughs> platform, right? Like, so the NDP is 90%, you know, the liberals are 80%. NDP is 90%. The conservatives are like jobs, just in any, no matter what the fuck we have to do to get jobs, fracking, 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 who gives a fuck? It's jobs. And you like that's, undrinkable water for all. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> and, and, sh- and sure. Yes. It fracking while fracking is not a global environmental issue. It is more of a local environmental issue, which is its own in, 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 bad in its own right we are talking about global environmental uh, emissions and it does have to do with one of the cleanest sources of um gases uh, fuels right now which is natural gas it is still not where we need 100 need to be going which is renewable sources of energy it's it's just ignore like oh, i fucking i hate it so 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 much well, calm down i'm proud of you for voting and for looking at the websites uh. and making a decision Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, yes, I guess not because it made a big deal, didn't it? Yeah, right. Like <laughs> fucking hell, man. Oh my god, I'm so. <sighs> well, anyway, make sure you vote. Well, this has what? been this oh, has been fun. God. Oh, did we even did we talk about what you wanted? Well, that was to what I was about? talking about, and then I was just hoping to get you to rant. 
inciting a rant. Well, thank you so much, everyone. Uh, go go to uh, give us a review, buy a T-shirt, or follow us on Instagram. That's it's too vague. You got to give them. You got to pick one. Pick one. Follow our, us on Instagram. Do you know what? Pick. Let's do our call to action today. Is something so bizarre and so out there that we're going to get one person to take a photo of it and send it to us. Um, take a photo. Yeah. Of a cake that you have made out of stationery. A cake that you have made out of stationery? You can't eat it. It's just made out of stationery. Oh, I, I like Get that. creative. Yeah, send yeah. us a I picture. I like that. A stationery cake. Photo yeah. of a stationery cake. Yeah. Yeah. Send it you to said us something a, weird. Yeah, no, yeah. Send it to us on one of our, our Instagram or Twitter or Canadian Politics is boring at gmail.com. Thank you. Thanks. It was fun. Yay. Jesse's rants. Oh, God. the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTER Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it, no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.